From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 586. Today's show is brought to you by Pen Chalet and ShipStation. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined by Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad. Hello, Mike. How are you? I'm good, my friend. How are you? I am good. I'm good. I'm just, uh, I'm busy making all the things, shipping all the things. I thought maybe mm. we'd talk about that a little bit today, huh? Talk about okay. what I'm up to with Spoke, mostly what Brian is up to with Spoke, what all we got <laughs> um, in the hopper. <laughs> so let's just, let's just say it up front. Like okay. Brian, Brian's my hero. Brian is Spoke. I'm just, I'm just another pretty face, Mike. So I won't take that at all. Uh-huh. I know Brian's great, but I will not handle that. <laughs> You're not an incredibly important part of the Spoke machine. A, a spoke in the wheel mm-hmm. of Spoke, mm-hmm. as it were. Yeah. So every now and then I like to just chat about what we've been doing at Spoke and what we have in the pipeline. And I thought today was a good time getting, seeing that we're getting towards the end of the year, the holiday season. Are we going to have new things for the holidays? People are always wondering that. Um, But before we get to that, we have been cranking out new Rody and Rody XL models for the past couple of months since like probably August. Mm -hmm. Um, The... The Rody Model 2 and the Rody XL have been doing super, super well. And we've added in, Mike, I don't know if you've seen this, but we've um, created different like cap types where we have like a slotted cap. We have a perforated cap with like holes in it. And we've added different grips into the pins, knurled grips. Uh, We just added some Uh, brass. I should get one of the knurled ones. So what I haven't even tried yet, I just got... Uh, I just received a shipment of them, and I haven't tried them personally. We have a brass knurled grip. I'm super interested how that's going to go. So uh, a roadie um, with a brass knurled grip is now available, those kind of things. My favorite thing that we've done recently, and if this is the the last pin that I've stolen, I talk about, um, I think it's funny when I actually have to steal one of our products because it's so good I have to have it. Um, which is very rare. I try not to. <laughs> I try not to uh, pull from our own inventory for my personal use. Mike, the Rody Groove Poly Blaze is one of my favorite pins we've ever made. Like it is the smaller Rody, which I love, and <clears throat> it's a um, titanium uh, barrel or stainless barrel. Uh, titanium. But it's both. So sorry. The grip is titanium, it's grooved, and it has a titanium barrel, and it's got a stainless steel nose cone because that's the part that has to be stainless so it hits the magnets right. So it's mostly titanium, and then the cap is orange Delrin. So sick. It is absolutely sick. It's cool to have, like, the plastic and the metal. It's not plastic, but, you know, the Delrin, the polycetal Delrin. Um, That texture together is so cool like i wasn't sure how much i was gonna like it and it turns out i actually love it so that's like oh, that's my a, favorite they've been, big boy too don't so you? that j- that's what i wanted to talk about today that's new so okay. we did the small one the small one is what i stole we just launched the big one uh which is the roadie xl um those have been flying off the shelves and you can get the delrin we do the delrin caps in orange and black so it's like a groove pattern Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get them in orange and black. So I really like what we're doing there. We've added in the brass grip, which is fun. Um, we've mixed and matched some of the Delrin caps, so you can get a purple barrel XL with a black Delrin cap and a titanium groove grip. It's just, I, 
I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan of my own products, Mike. And like, I, I would hope I would say that, right? Like, mm-hmm. I love what we make, love what we do. And if I didn't say that, I wouldn't be part of the company. Like, I love this stuff. So Brian's crushing it. So what I wanted to add on to this is what we're working on for the rest of the year. And I think I might have alluded to this in a podcast not too long ago. I can't remember uh, if I did or didn't, but I, I know I shared them on Twitch. So we're we're testing out our click mechanism, right? So we're doing a, a spoke click pin, and mm. we'll do two different sizes of that, right? So we'll have a click mechanism for a longer barrel pin that will fit your Pilot G2 refills. And then we'll do a click mechanism pin that will fit your Parker style refills, like our Jetstream refill that we use in the roadie. And we are pretty far along in these prototypes. And given that I teased them not too long ago in the hope that we would have them before the holidays, I'm not sure we are. <laughs> it's mm. going to be close because we're trying we, it. It's really hard to design physical goods, like as you know. Yeah. And we're having like we're we want to be happy with the end result. And we knew in the prototypes, the prototype was to test the shape and the knock. And we put on like a temporary clip. So we put on like a wire clip. So like a wire clip is like you see on a Lamy Safari, right? That's mm-hmm. not what we're using for this. But it just had to be temporarily done until we can get our clip finalized. And we're just struggling with that. Like, we want it to be really good. So, like, I'm wondering now, we don't even have the clips in production yet. And are we going to get them done before the holiday? So, I wanted everyone to know that we're making this click pen. But we're trying to finalize the clip. So, we're going to be up against it here. But we're going to get to see, like, just a... We always start these things out um, with a few colors and a few shapes right we'll usually do you know, like the popular colors like black barrels or silver barrels you know uh black knurled grip silver groove grip things like that and then if it goes well people like the pins then we start mixing in the blues and the purples and the reds then we can start looking at brass um black brass grip sections and brass knurling and things like that so i like that we're able to iterate as we go kind of thing um but that was all to say I hope we get these clicks done before the end of the year, but I'm not holding my breath given how manufacturing goes. But I'm sitting here just playing with them, using them. They're really good. The shape is good to go. Like I've pretty much signed off on everything. We just got to finalize the clip. Did you make um, your own click mechanism? So we made part of it. So like the, the part that moves on the inside is a part we found... Brian bought a bunch of parts and tried to test them out and we use the kind of an internal part that's off the shelf and okay. then we replace the end button if you will with our of our own manufacturing so we'll be able to so like the part you actually see and touch on uh-huh. the outside of the pin we make that part but the inside that moves it up and down is off the shelf so that gives us an option to like trade out and you know, do different colors and do yeah. different anodizing and different parts on that. So yeah. Is it clicky? It's very it's it's I'd say it's medium clicky. It's solid but quiet. Okay. Right? It doesn't rattle. It's not metal on metal, so we decided to go with a nylon material mm-hmm. which is basically like a plastic that never wears out. Yep. And it's it's quieter than metal and it doesn't um 
it's when it's since it's um, a mechanism that's constantly rubbing against itself like it doesn't have that wear that you'll have on there so it should last forever and it's been mm-hmm. rock solid so far so uh you know we need i need a click testing machine i said i was going to go on twitch and just start a twitch stream and i was just going to do like twenty thousand clicks just in silence um, and people hated that idea. <laughs> Just get on the stream, man. What's wrong with you? Because <laughs> how would you even keep count? I don't know. I would just go. I would just go to town. <laughs> We're going. Here we go. Nothing. Hey, that was four. I hear nothing. I hear <laughs> that was nothing. four. That was four clicks. <laughs> I trust you. Oh, that, there you go. Uh, Only another 19,996 to go, Brad. Exactly. Exactly. So anyway, they we're very confident in, in the mechanism and we like the part. Um, I'm excited you know, to see this. Manipulate. Um, it's very cool. I wish I had, like I've shared pictures of what they are right now with the, the non-final version of Clip and I think they look cool. Just like we're definitely not sold on this clip. So we want to finish. It'll be a more traditional split clip. Like if you look at our pins right now, it's going to be that style of clip as opposed to like a wire clip, which was in our prototypes, which was again a placeholder. So manufacturing is hard. <laughs> we're working um, up against a time crunch for the end of the year. And we have been working on this for a while and prototypes are expensive to make. Like we got mm-hmm. 10 prototypes made and that just costs a fortune, right? When you're only getting 10 things made, um, manufactured, that costs just a fortune. So, um, yeah, but we, we like how they turned out. Now we're just, now we're just trying to finalize it. So I just wanted to give everyone an update on where we're at and then, um, you know, that's it for the this year, but 2024 is right around the corner and we'll have uh, we'll just keep cranking out more, more pens, more designs, more grips. I like the modular aspect of everything that we make. So we're going to work on the modularity of the the parts, the more parts we can swap out and the more customizable uh, products that people can make, uh, the, the happier they are. So we like that, even though mm-hmm. it's like. We're we're into a we're a heavy skew business. You sure are. <laughs> so um, that's a challenge, and you know, but we're happy to do it because both Brian and I like making these options. Like if we can make a cool pen barrel and a cool grip, and allow people to mix and match some of that stuff to make their cool pen, I like I'm all about it. So there we go. So that's where we're at right now with Spoke. So it's it's been it's been fun. That's what's uh, mostly I've been working on. Um, and, and I have like literally no other projects in the hopper other than like spoke has been super busy recently, which is great. And, uh, Brian's crushing it. Like, right. Seriously. Like, like Brian, Brian is the, uh, the engine that drives all this and uh, just get it. I'm just happy. I'm yeah. He's the man. He's the man. Yeah. I'm excited to see this click pen. Yep, I I think it's going to do well. I I just look at the shapes. The shapes are good. They're very spoky, right? Like they look like spoke pins, but then there's something different about them. Yo, this has a knock. And oh, the grip on the long one is tapered where we haven't had a tapered grip before. So it's it's cool stuff like that that we get to mess around with and, and Brian gets to flex his design muscles and I get to make pins that I enjoy using and yeah. it's a, it's a good collaboration and uh the the products have been coming out super super well recently and uh, I'm excited to see what's next do you want to know what I'm up to yes I do alright so let's take a break first <laughs> <laughs> wow I th- you're, you're getting ready to drop something on us after you uh, I'm thinking like... about maybe talking about something I haven't spoken about You've, you've... <laughs> okay alright 
You've enticed Let's take me. a break then. This right, episode is brought to you by our friends at Pen Chalet. They sell authentic, amazing rollerballs, fountain pens, ballpoints, mechanical pencils, and so much more. They have your favorite brands from Monteverde to Pelican to Lamy to Pilot to Namiki to Sailor to Caveco and many, 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 many more. Every time I go to Pen Chalet, I click their brands tab on the website. And I just look at the ever-growing list of products that they have. They're always adding new styles of pens. Every single month, you're going to go and find new pens. But it's not just pens. They also have all the accessories you're going to need. Carrying cases, pen holders, refills, fountain pen, converters, and so much more. They run special discounts twice a month. So close out specials every two weeks as well. Pen Chalet believe in fast and reliable customer service. They do free shipping on orders of over $75 in the US. They sell internationally with very reasonable shipping rates. Pen Chalet has low prices on high quality pens and offers a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So I want you to go to penchalet.com. That's P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com and click the podcast link at the top of the website. Enter the password PENADDICT for this week's special offer and to get the code you need to save 10% on anything at any time over a Pen Chalet. Now, Brad, this is one of those weeks where I was talking with Rum, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, no, this is like secret special week. <laughs> we have offers we can't talk about, you know? Like yeah. sometimes Ron's up to some stuff, and mm-hmm. we, we're not, we can't talk about it because he's, he's doing some some secret specials. For Panatic listeners, and this is one of those. Given, given the run that he has been on recently, the Ron run, the Ron run that he has been on, I am scared to see what mm-hmm. he's got cooking because it's going to hit me right in the pocketbook. Um, because like recently, there have been so much good stuff. I've never gotten more feedback on all the great stuff that we see on our Panatic page. Um, that over at Penn Chalet. So yeah, for, for Ron to say that, like, uh, let's go. I'm excited. Let's go indeed. That's penchalet.com, P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com. Click the podcast link at the top of the website and use the password penaddict. You'll find these special offers there and also the code that you need to save 10% on anything at any time at Penn Chalet. Our thanks to Penn Chalet for their continued support of this show on Relay FM. All right, Mike, what you're cooking? Do the shout-out of the week first. We've got to, we've got to, right. we've got to stick to the format, you know? <laughs> shout-out of the week, shout Fountain Pen week. Pharmacist. Mm-hmm. This is a blog I've been following for ages, and they do ink reviews. And it's the coolest thing when you go to the homepage at Fountain Pen Pharmacist. Like, I'm usually used to only seeing, like, the individual posts coming in my feed. But when you pull up the main page and get to see all the ink reviews and how all the comparisons are listed out on the homepage, it's like, how can you not click through every single one of these posts they just look so cool so um great job over at fountain pen pharmacist a lot of ink reviews for uh, yeah i think mostly just ink reviews and you'll see some other uh, reviews mixed in there from time to time but um amazing job and uh shout out to all the pharmacists out there uh my wife is a pharmacist and mm-hmm. boy they are up against it right now so i feel you fountain pen pharmacist you're not alone out there keep making those ink reviews and escaping from the drudgery <laughs> of your day-to-day job <laughs> all right so at the moment i'm in like just wild trying to understand the final quarter of the year kind of mode mm-hmm. where like so many things are coming together and crashing like tectonic plates so and we, we're structuring i feel like what we're doing this year while it is chaotic is at least like understanding a little bit more how to structure this part of the year for us like 
every business is super busy around the holiday season, right? Mm-hmm. This is just the way things go. But at, at Cortex Brand, the theme system journal is... It, I, I consider us very lucky that it actually sells very well all year. Mm-hmm. But it obviously has a natural bump around the holidays. People buying them for gifts, but also mainly because it's when people are starting yearly themes. Maybe it's the first time they've done it. Maybe they want to give it another go and they want another journal to do it, right? And we have like a whole thing. The podcast has a big time then as well with the yearly themes and it all ties in nicely together, right? But that means that we need to like really think about what we're doing around this time of year you know like we've we've put in a, a restock order which is not too many units so that i think we're, we're we're pretty good where we are right now but that's happening so i'm like dealing with a restock with our supplier we still make the journals in poland and so like i'm working with our polish supplier on that and then also like we're working to try and maybe do a little bit more marketing around the whole time period and mm. we're not gonna like we're probably not going to put like a ton of advertising spend on this marketing, but we're trying to like maybe use this year as an opportunity to understand what the best messaging is. We have like five different messaging options that we're going to go with over the like over like a two or three month period, see what works and maybe adapt some of it in future years. But like just because there's like there are having done this, you know, we've been making this product for four years now. And mm-hmm. so. Ooh, that's a weird thing to think about. Um, and <laughs> I was try- I was doing the math while you were pausing. I was like, yeah, I was like four or five years. Yeah, and we're getting ready. I think it probably, if it hasn't happened, it'll happen very soon. We've sold 40,000 of them. Right, that's amazing. Which is like sickening to think about. Like it's incredible, yeah. right? But like it's built yep. the business, right? And so we want to play around with that a little bit more um, as we're continuing to like think about what, the theme system journal is because like you know the theme system journal is the is currently still the bread and butter of our business but it's not where we've been putting our focus like we've been putting our focus into the sidekick notepad because it's new and i think has a larger addressable market and you know i just think it's like to a lot of people maybe a more interesting product it's also um it's my favorite because it's also like expensive right it's hard to it's expensive to make which means yeah. we used expensive materials and like obviously that's where i am going to lean towards more because i just want things that feel really nice to use um and we're still kind of like building that part of the business where the, where it feels like for at least the last little while the journal was kind of like run itself managed itself and so we've got like a bunch of things when when this episode goes out we're in the last couple of days of selling our subtlety and sweater and hoodie, which is like something we do once a year and it sells very well. But like the added pressure that we've got right now is that we are using that as a part of the business to help us fund the restocks that we're doing, which is like not a thing we thought about before, right? So it's like a very different way to think about how we need this to be more of a success than we've necessarily thought we needed it to be before, right? Mm-hmm. It was always kind of like, we've got the subtlety going up, we'll see how it goes, and it's always done really well, and we've been very happy. But now this year, we put expectation on it that we hadn't before, because right. we are beefing up 
supply of the sidekick notepad because Gray is going to make a video about it also in Q4. So that's and been he's, very kind of, he's kind of a big deal. He's kind of a big it's, deal. And, you know, like we, he's done two videos about the journal before and every single time we sold out. So, and that is like thousands and thousands of units that we sold and we just sell out. And I don't want to sell out of Psychic Notepads. So we have heavily overordered, hoping that we will sell a bunch when he does his video, hopefully, that people will like it. Um, and then we'll also still have stock left, right? And then we can restock. Right. But so I'm current. These are like the things I'm working on right now. Like as we're recording today, I'm also like waiting on a, a quote for shipping for those because we ordered like tons of them and we need to get them shipped over. Uh, included in that is like a new skew, I guess, of the Sidekick Notepad, which is uh, I've mentioned it before. Sidekick mm-hmm. Calendar Companion, which is like yeah. a it's the same format. Um, different color cover. I'm anxious um, for this to see if this is something that's gonna would integrate for me because I have I a feeling so. it might. Yeah, and it's just it's like a seven day layout thing, so it's mm-hmm. you know it's one page and it, the page is broken down into uh, the seven boxes. Well, mm-hmm. it's, it's actually six boxes, and the weekend one is cut in half. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. mostly a work thing, but it's the same thing. It's sixty pages, so it's like a year which is like very different to think about. Um, but it's all the same construction. It's the same It's the same product, but just a different print. Same and dimensions. Yeah, mm-hmm. same dimensions, same paper. Uh, we've, we're still using mm-hmm. the extract coffee cup paper, but we've changed the color of it. We don't have a ton of color options, so it's just like a lighter gray rather than black. Um, and so that we, we ordered a bunch of those and they're going with this shipment. And so like we did them together because it reduced the cost, right? Um, so we're working on that, but th- like we wanted to have, w- this wasn't what we were going to be doing. Like we have like a whole other product that is effectively ready for like ready for us to just place an order on. Maybe we'll do one more prototype, but it was going to be our holiday product, which we haven't spoken about yet. But I'll, I'll give some very simple details on. <laughs> is that we're working on a on a on a pocket notebook in the Sidekick family, but we're. It's it's a lot of like similar design aesthetic, like the way it looks, um, but we're making it from different materials because we're trying to make an entry level product into the family, and so we're we're trying to make it as cheap as we can make it, and and it be kind of like a not a loss leader, but like a uh, equal leader you know what i mean like yep. we're not going to no, lose no. money on it but we're not yeah. looking to necessarily make money on it because we want to yeah, it's give, an entry point it's the entry point product because we want to show people what our products are like if they don't want to spend the money on a psychic notepad right 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 and so that's what we're working on and it's going to come in two packs and we're going to do lined dot grid and uh, to-do list and you just choose a two-pack and you get two oh, of sweet. either lined, two of dot, two of to-do. But I'm excited about it. I would say Gray started like putting it in videos, which is kind of funny. You can kind of see it like <laughs> peeking up in places what it's going to look like. But Oh, perforated pages as well. But it doesn't, oh, you don't nice. need to perforate them. You don't need to rip them out, I mean. Like the Sidekick Notepad, I think you... I think you kind of do need to rip each page out, but I know people don't. Um, but the the pocket notebook, 
we are making it that you can choose. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Um, um, I don't know when that's coming, though. Like, right. I hope that we will have... Because now it's kind of like a Domino's thing. If the Sidekick notepad sells really well over the holidays, then we'll make the order. But if it if it doesn't sell like gangbusters and we just need to wait a little bit longer, like we will sell through everything that we're ordering, but it's just about like how soon. Um, and if we do sell a bunch, but not, so it basically if we sell all of them, then it's going to need to wait still. Cause I need to make another psychic notepad order. Right. But my hope is that it will sell really well and we'll then still have some stock to sell. Um, and then I can, uh, well then we can progress with the pocket notebook, but I have like a ton of other, things i I, i'm i honestly it surprises me how i keep having ideas for new paper product i thought i was going to have run out by now but Mm -hmm. i feel like i have like all the time i just have more and more ideas like i have like an idea like for different lines too i have different types of journal that i want to make and i have different kinds of notepads that i want to make and so i don't know how many of them will see the light of day and i I'm trying to be a bit more realistic. Like, I keep saying, oh, we're going to have two new products next year. And I've been saying that for the last four years. So, like, all I'm kind of committing myself to mentally right now is we will have one new product in uh, 2024. And anything else is like golden, you know? Yeah. That's great. That's great. So, you said one thing, if I can elaborate on this topic a little bit more. I wasn't Mm -hmm. really planning on doing this, but I was taking some notes while you were talking. And you said one thing, or, or, alluded to one thing. I don't know if the listeners caught, but it's also how we run things at Spoke is you make things to help fund other things, right? So like it's a good way to run the business like we don't run this from debt, which also means like we don't necessarily make a lot of of money. Like there's not a lot of take-home money in these Mm -hmm. projects, but we're making a lot of projects that fund other projects to do cool things. And you hope in the end, the the collective totality of all these things, oh, is you can make a little bit of money in the end, right? Like most of the year we're not taking any money out of the business. Right. And right. like we set up the business in like we didn't basically we just sold products for a really long time and yeah. held all of the money <clears throat> and then created a Cortex brand. And like right. that funded journals, it funded the sidekick notepad and we didn't take any money for I don't know like the first year and a half at least because mm-hmm. we we're just putting it all in so we are debt free right. and even though we're committing like a lot of money into the stock that we're ordering right now, we still have cash in the business. Like it's just like for me and Gray, that's just the way that we want to work. And there are a lot of mm-hmm. downsides to doing it this way, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, especially around taxes. Like we have, it's complicated stuff with the way <laughs> that the company's set up. Um, but we believe in the long run, it will help us create the business that we want to make by not having debt and not having investors and all that kind of stuff. Like it's just not what we want to do. Exactly. And like our, one of our big expenses is prototyping expenses, which I alluded to. Like if we want to make a new clip, yeah, 
if we want to just make like a new clip die, it's going to cost us four figures, like just for the yeah. die and hope it works. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have that. that. And then you have this thing. part and that part. And like, so we have to think about those types of things. So like, we're always working towards, Hey, what can we fund to like make these prototypes for the next thing that we hope is going to be like a, a really core product line yep. and, and those types of things build on it. Like things. we spend a lot of money prototyping, <laughs> but it's because every unit is not, is like, I don't know. Like sometimes I've spent like, $200 on a notebook or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we exactly. might do a few of those, which is expensive, but it's not like every time you want to revise a die, it's like a four-figure number. And like, yep, that's horrible. Yep, yep. The second thing, which I just thought about, and like I know this in my head, and, and listening to you and I talk about like products, product releases, things and that, if you take like your full like 12-month calendar of mm-hmm. like production, you really have about three months during a 12-month year to create things. Like when I think about it, yeah, because it's so hard to get things made and it's so hard to go through all these processes. And you think about someone who makes stuff, it's like, oh, well, you're just making stuff year round. It's like literally you have about three months for your ideas to come to fruition to get anything made in like the following 12 month period because that's how hard it is. The dream for me, and I guess it is for you too, is that like we get to a point where someone else is doing that. Mm -hmm. Like, and then I, I can work on the design I can do. Right. Cause I I can't actually design, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I can't draw out what I want, but I do, what I think is like the, I come up with the product and like what I want it to be and then work with someone who can like help me make it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which I mm-hmm. think it is a part of design. I don't know what you'd call it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of like how I would imagine like a chief design thing. You know, like, right. like someone who's like the, the design lead of a company is not like opening AutoCAD. Right, 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 right. But they're like saying that this is what I want it to be. This is how what I want it to be made of. This is what I want it to look like. You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then yeah. I hope that one day I can just focus mostly on that, and we can have someone to help do the logistics stuff. But we're just not we're just not even close to that yet. But I think yeah. I think it can happen. I think it will happen. Um, but it's just about how many years it takes to get there. This is good stuff. This is these are those conversations say, we always have, and yeah. now we get to have them online. Yeah, because I just thought it was on the pocket notebook. It's like mm-hmm. we're using recycled paper for the first time. I found a very very good recycled paper, and different from what's in the sidekick. Yeah, because we use Monk and Links. Okay, I'm thinking of the cover for the sidekick. Is the yeah that's a, that's part. the coffee yeah, cup yeah, yeah. paper which we won't yep. be using on the pocket notebook because it's too expensive. Sure, 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 sure. Um, gotcha. But in a, in kind of like in its place. We're using a 100% recycled paper, which mm-hmm. works pretty good for fountain pens, which is a thing I've never experienced before. Right. Because there's usually a lot of fibers, right, in recycled paper. Mm-hmm. And there is a little bit of it, but this paper has been designed with that in mind to reduce that. And so it's, I've used like all kinds of fountain pens on this paper, and I've been really, really uh, pleased with the results. So. That's nice. what we're going to use as kind of like as a way of being conscious, like in the way that we use the coffee cup paper, but we can't use it in this one because it would make it would kind of like destroy the idea of the product. <laughs> right. Uh, but also like not reducing the quality, but finding something that, that can still work well, has a great story to it, and also 
helps to kind of like if we're producing these products, reducing the impact of the product on the on the world a little bit. Yep. Cool stuff. Who knew this was the Big Business Boy podcast, mm-hmm. Mike? Sometimes. It's good stuff. I, yeah, every now and then, like we talk about this stuff offline, but uh, every now and then I like to talk about it. Uh, talk about it online. But for so, all uh, you people who are like snooze fest, talk about some other stuff. We're <laughs> gonna talk about some other stuff, but first we are. We have a sponsor to thank, and that is ShipStation. Let's when go. you're a business owner like me and Brad, preparing for growth and change is one of the best things you can do to save time and headaches later on. I promise you, this this ad was not related to the content of today's <laughs> it episode. At all. It just fits nicely <laughs> in. Right now, it's the calm before the holiday storm, but don't let the impending busyness stress you out. You can prepare your e-commerce business for the holiday rush now by using ShipStation. Whether you're shipping from your home or a warehouse, ShipStation can help increase your profitability. Save time automating your shipping and returns in the ShipStation dashboard and keep down and keep costs down, I should say, with industry-leading carrier discounts while your holiday orders roll in. ShipStation makes it quick and easy to update crucial order information and reduce errors. With effortless integration everywhere you sell online, including Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Shopify, and so many more. You can also manage orders, print labels, compare rates, optimize every shipment, and automate delivery notifications. Simplify and automate your shipping no matter how big your business grows. ShipStation's enterprise solutions reduce warehouse costs and improve profitability, and their robust automations and reporting make scaling easy. And as your business grows, you can save thousands on shipping costs. Plus, you can even get industry-leading discounted rates. That's up to 84% off from USPS, UPS, DHL, and Global Post. Over 130,000 companies have grown their e-commerce businesses with ShipStation, and 98% of companies that stick with ShipStation for a year become customers for life. I know one of those customers. His name is Brad Dowdy. <laughs> I have been a long-time ShipStation user. When we yep. started Knock... That was our shipping platform of choice. I remember. It served, yeah, it served us very well through Knox creation, through all of Knox Kickstarter projects, and I enjoyed that platform so much that I've integrated it through the Penatic Shop. Um, so everything that goes through there, like if we do like the big Retro Fifty One projects, or just my my day to day, you know, selling Fire on Fire Ink and mm-hmm. you know the other pens that I sell, that all integrates with Ship, ShipStation and. What ShipStation does is makes it such an easy way to get my orders out, right? It's all integrated with the platforms that I use, in this case, Squarespace for the Pen Attic Shop. I just tie all that stuff in together. The orders show up. The um, All the information's filled out. I can set all these defaults where I'm not having to click buttons on all these orders every time and wasting time. I can set up all the defaults that I want. They have gobs of shipping options if I needed to make some changes for different international options if I wanted to do that. The thing that I like the most about ShipStation is they tell me when changes happen in the broader shipping landscape that That I need to be aware of. Helpful. (laughs) (laughs) That is helpful. Because, like, like I'll be straight up with you, and Michael, uh, 
Mike will too. Like shipping it, like thinking about shipping stuff is not fun. So you need a partner like ShipStation to help make these things easy for you, right? Because it's a challenge. Shipping is a challenge. You know, shipping rates are a challenge. Shipping fees are a challenge. And to have a partner like ShipStation that I've used for so many years that tells me what I need to know when I need to know it and prepares me ahead of time for the changes that are coming down the pike. It's just like I I really appreciate everything about ShipStation and uh, I've I've been using it for a while. When uh, you get orders from me at Pen Attic, they are all routed through uh, ShipStation. And uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan. Been a customer probably not quite a decade, but we're, I bet we're pushing a decade here pretty soon. Well, yeah, because you were using them when you were shipping when when we used yeah. Knock to do Relay FM merchandise, like right at the beginning, yep. and yep. so like yep. we're coming that was up around to 10 like twenty fourteen ish. Yeah, yep. so probably next year will be like a decade. So set your business up for holiday season success with ShipStation. Go to ShipStation.com and use the code PenAddict today, and you can sign up for a free sixty day trial. That's ShipStation.com with the code PenAddict. Our thanks to ShipStation for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right, since this is a podcast about pens, let's talk about some, Mike. Okay. So we have a little game we're going to play today, which we have done lots of little games in the past, and these are always enjoyable. So my friends, at Sam Alpert on Instagram, uh, you Twitch streamer, uh, Twitch chatters, might know him as Glyph in Twitch, sent out a, tagged me in an Instagram post last week and said, you're taking a pencil, a fountain pen, and a non-fountain pen with you. What do you choose for each slot and what are you carrying them in? So a really simple concept of making a little kit and the restrictions are pretty light, right? A pencil, a fountain pen, and a non-fountain pen. So three writing instruments and a case to put them in. What are you carrying them in? So uh, Sam put as out on Instagram. We'll have a link in the show notes. Um, We have a spoke model four. We have a right turns automedley. And then we have a tactile turn TI bolt action. So those are the three pins, the pencil, the fountain pen, and the standard pin, all carried in a Notco. Oh, they listed it as a high tower. It's a lookout. So the three pin lookout for Notco. We'll get we'll uh we'll give Glyph uh, some grief about that. But um uh, look, the problem <laughs> is you have so many products and they all had very different names, you know? What do you expect from people? I mean, this speaks like right to my like PTSD yeah. of pen shows with a little <laughs> printed sheet that I would need. <laughs> so uh, I have asked Mike to participate in this experiment. Hello. I have built my I have built my kit. I've not posted it on Instagram. I'll do that probably next. Uh, one of my next Instagram updates will build this kit out. Make sure we we'll share it out there. But I had I like the restrictions of these type of things and we could do this you know over again next week and i would probably pick different things but it's like okay what mood am i in at the time that i'm trying to build this kit like what am i feeling what am i enjoying um do i want to have a theme to the kit and that's what i landed on mike so i don't know if you can tell just by my handwritten uh uh descriptions of the pins that I'm using, but there is a little bit of a theme here in that they're all kind of shiny silvery metal. So number one, mm. we're taking the spoke roadie groove poly blaze. I may have talked about this a lot at the beginning of the show. This is my favorite spoke product. This is the pen. This might be my single most used pen over the last couple months in any category. Okay. 
I it, it goes with me everywhere. It's pocketable, it's portable, it has a great Jetstream refill. I love the look, I love the style. I carry it with me everywhere. This is the pen that got me in trouble at Uniball, um, saying, why aren't you carrying a Uniball pen? I said, au contraire. Mon frère. It has, mon frère, it has the Uniball Jetstream. We built it because we love the Jetstream refill. So, um, yeah. Did you say, so, suck it, after you said that? Because I feel like... <laughs> I didn't. I feel like that would have been a good <laughs> moment for a suck it, but I understand why you maybe wouldn't want to do that because you were you were being corporate Brad that day. It was literally within the first two minutes that I walked through the door that <laughs> that I was would be meeting, setting a tone, wouldn't it? I was meeting my contact, and then someone happened to be walking by and saw the pin in my shirt and said something like right from the jump, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hold off on this one." But I I, I did dig in on the uh, the refill. So I wonder if um, like because that was my initial urge. I wonder if mm-hmm. in that situation, if I would have actually said that, you know, I feel like I wouldn't, <laughs> but also it felt like the obvious thing to say so i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> so that's the pen that's the standard pen i'm going with for the pencil i thought about another spoke but once i kind of had a broader look at this because i do use the spoke model four as my favorite uh, spoke model mechanical pencil and probably one of my favorite mechanical pencil period you know what matches this spoke roadie very, very well is the Rotring 600 in silver, which is my one and only Rotring. It's the silver barrel. Um, it's 0.5 millimeter. It's got the great knurling, and it's just it's just the goat of, of mechanical pencils. It just is. As much as I love so many other mechanical pencils, this is number one, and like number two is pretty far down the list, so it's, it's that good. The fountain pen, I went with a pen that I raved about last week in the Pilot Murex. So I really set up this kit to be the shiny metal titanium steel looking kit to where I, I don't know this. I'm pretty happy with the results of this combination of three pens. So with the Pilot Murex, I always use the Pilot blue black cartridges um, in them. Um, you know, I might have to, I don't have this currently inked up, but this kit has got me inspired to use all three of these pens, make sure I'm carrying them, using them regularly. Um, not just the spoke pen, which I use all the time. So the case was my biggest challenge, I think, because like in Sam's post with the lookout, it's like, well, I could just use the lookout. It's a standard three pen case, but I tend not to. So I thought of this as something I want to carry around, like that I was mobile with. And, you know, leaving the house with going places with. So I tend not to look at, use the lookout for that. I tend to use the lookout if I'm putting it in another bag and carrying that other bag. But I won't carry necessarily the lookout just by itself. So I thought I might use the Tallulah. Again, back to your uh, knock naming uh, of products. So that was a two-pin case with a zip carry and it's thinner. And that would work for this. And I really thought about that. But then I remembered I have this great superior labor case. It's called their wallet case. I think it's called the pin and wallet case. It's a very, see, they have very normal names, Mike. Why can't they call things the Tallulah? And then I would know, uh, I would know uh, more what they are. Although pin and wallet is pretty descriptive. But the pin and wallet case from superior labor, this I bought when we were together at Wonder Pins at our, on our Toronto trip in what, like 2019, 2018, something like that. I bought this case then. I still love it. Uh, it has three pen slots on the interior. It's got a couple little slots for cards. It zips closed completely. I can fit it in a pocket, you know, fit it in like a, a shorts pocket or a jeans pocket uh, very easily. 
It is very strong and durable and I love it. And that is my kit. I'm, I'm so happy with this kit. I might just run this kit for like the rest of the year, like, and just kind of make it my portable writing kit with the pencil, the fountain pen and the standard pen. And, uh, I'll have to throw in some little note cards or something in here to, um, to add to it. But yeah, I'm very happy. All right. Do you want mine? I don't really have a theme. Let, let's go. Yeah, absolutely. Such. I just picked what I like. So that's, that's a theme. Pen, standard pen. I'm doing yes. the same as you. Cortex mm-hmm. brand. <laughs> Mark one. You can choose that's a good the black color. or the like, blue. Like I'm not going to lie. Well, I, okay. I have the blue. So the blue is my, in my heart, you know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the black is for everyone. The blue was for me. Yes, gotcha. You know, that's my favorite one. Um, earlier, you mentioned the Spoke Rody Groove Poly Blaze as mm-hmm. the writing implement that you have used the most recently. Mm-hmm. Mine is the Studio Neat Mark III Mechanical Pencil. Fascinating. I don't understand. I <laughs> cannot get enough of this pen. So. Yep. <laughs> 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 I, can't, I just, I use it. Every single day, I have it on my desk. It like just nestles up against my sidekick notepad, and it is what I use to take the majority of notes that I'll make in a day. Yeah, love I, it. I, that's so. The best products I find are the ones you keep grabbing, mm-hmm. but you can't totally explain to someone else why. Yep, I, I can't explain to you what it is that I like about it. I just really, really do. Like it just is, right. is very pleasurable to use. Mm-hmm. But it, like it doesn't have the bells and whistles of like a Kurotoga, right? Like it's not right. like it's doing something special. It is a mechanical pencil. Like it, it, that's what it is. But mm-hmm. I think there's just the simplicity, how comfortable it is to hold, like the overall size and weight. I don't, I just love it. I really love right. it. Yep. That's For my awesome. fountain pen, I've decided to go like a little wild with it because I feel like I would need that because I kind of imagined this as like a desert island kind of scenario. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I went with the Platinum 3776 Galaxy Starlight, Mm -hmm. preferably with the Tokyo Station pen stack nib that I have in it. This pen is very famous in the lore. Yeah. Of the pen addict, so and Me we and haven't heard about have this pen in a while. A We've been through You've a lot been together. Through a lot. <laughs> uh, the 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 nib broke immediately. Mm-hmm. Took a long time to get a new one sent from Japan. Then mm-hmm. I chipped the Arushi, <laughs> mm-hmm. and now it's got this behemoth stacked nib inside of it. Uh, it's just yeah. good the, times, man. Yeah. This. So the other favorite product category is you know aside from like what we're talking about with the mark three where it's just something you pick up and you don't know why it's products with a story right like products with a story that are meaningful like that's i mean plus this pen i bought to Mm -hmm. celebrate relay fm's fifth anniversary Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so it already had a story before i bought it i bought it from choosing keeping and yeah love this pen so much and it is it is actually one of the pens which is always in my sinclair it is one of the pens that I mentioned in the previous episode of not being inked right now, and that makes me sad. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and so you mentioned the Sinclair. That's mm-hmm. what you're carrying it in. Well, yes. See, I, I'm an OG. Yeah. Right? So I have the Knock Co. Sinclair. Which one are you using? Which color? The brown one. Yeah. 
Brown and violet. Coffee no, and violet. No, 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 no. I have the black one. I have the black one on my desk. The with aqua. No, I think it's the one with the. Is it the one with the special material? So there's a black wax canvas. I think I had the black wax can black yeah, wax canvas one. Aqua interior. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one Ooh, I got. Yeah. Yeah. Because the brown one was the one I bought for myself, mm-hmm. and then the black mm-hmm. one, I don't remember how I got it. Whether you gave it to me yeah. or it was a Kickstarter award or something, I don't remember. Yeah, now. that was a Kickstarter one, there which you, you probably did back. Yeah. And so that's, I use that one. I'm sure the rickshaw ones are great. I've just never used one. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, OG. sure, sure. You know, I'm an OG. Yeah. Same, same. Day. That's what I, I was looking for, like one of my OG uh, Tallulah cases, just when mm-hmm. I was thinking about this. My favorite, one of my favorite products we ever made, complete digression is the Tallulah clay and sunshine we did for Panatic 19 um uh that might have been toronto new york and it's just that clay and sunshine material was not a color that i thought would ever work together and it's turned out to be like just one of the best of all time so, oh man i forgot really about good. the Tallulah. now i'm looking at mm-hmm. it yeah yep yep so i was that. actually looking for that that's what i was thinking i wanted to carry for this for this uh little uh segment here but uh we want the superior labor case so yeah really good stuff i love these little thought experiments if y'all have more that uh you know oh, yeah. we've done you know different things we've had price price limit um games that we've played we've had you know pick one ink and one pen and one paper like the the kit kind of games that we've had so i love doing this kind of stuff and uh if y'all if y'all have any more that y'all want us to set up let us know be happy to Happy to uh, oblige, and because it gets me thinking about things a little bit differently. How because I have to pick three things, and they I kind of want them to work together. And what is my concept here? So it's it's fun to do. So if you would like to send those in, I actually have a great way that you could do it. Yeah, go to penaticfeedback dot com, and you can you can submit these things there. You can give us all kinds of questions, all kinds of follow up. Go to penaticfeedback dot com, fill in the form, let us know. You can also go to penaddict.com to see Brad's writing. You can go to spokedesign.com to please buy his products. Uh, you can find Brad online as penaddict on all the social platforms and over at twitch.tv slash penaddict streaming three times a week. I am iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. Please go to cortexbrand.com and buy your products from there as well. Support your neighborhood podcasters. <laughs> Thank you to ShipStation and Pen Chalet for their support of this week's episode. But as always, from our heart, Thank you for listening to the show. We'll be back next time. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs>